Are you looking for inspiration? In need of career guidance? Wondering what path successful people take? Listen up. I am Vibha Kagzi, CEO and founder of ReachIV.com, a Harvard alumnus and the author of Break the MBA Code. I'm going to be your host on this weekly show called House of Experts, where you can get an insight into a wide range of career choices directly from industry stalwarts. So buckle up and get ready to take off. All right, guys. So without much ado, I'm going to first quickly introduce a very special guest. Uh, today we have on House of Experts, uh, Chaya Mamaya, who's, uh, as most of you know, celebrity grooming and uh, image consultant. Chaya has worked with some of the largest brands in the world, some of the biggest celebrities. Some of her top brands include BMW, uh, Volkswagen, Christian Dior, uh, Pogan Paul Kitchen. So it's really a range of diverse products that she's uh, an expert at positioning. Of course, her work has been recognized by very many industry bodies in addition to individuals. So she was awarded the Kutch Shakti Nari Ratna Award um, and the Woman Super Achiever Award and the Star Youth Achiever Award. So many awards to her credit. Uh, she's also been very actively involved with the Femina Miss India contest and the Femina, Pantaloons Femina uh, and the Bombay Times uh, Born Glamorous workshops. And um, in addition to all her credentials and all the amazing work she's, that she's done, um, she's honestly one of my really dearest and closest friends. Uh, started off as a mentor to me. So in my you know, early to mid-20s when I was nobody, I had no Harvard degree, I had no company, no nothing. Uh, but she really took me under her wing and uh, invited me to so many of her events. And, you know, just by being around Chaya, you learn so, so many things. So Chaya, a lot of who I am today, I completely credit to you. So thank you for being a great mentor. Uh, you know, knowingly or unknowingly, you've had a really deep impact on my life. And uh, I, I genuinely thank you from the bottom of my heart. I might not have thanked you before in person. So I want to use this opportunity to first thank you and uh, over to you, Chaya. Thank you, first of all, to have me at your very prestigious Instagram chat. And, you know, with an astute mind like yours, it was such a pleasure when you said, uh, would you do this for me? I said, of course, you know, with a mind like you, I would, I could never ever say no. And I recognized that mind when you were in your teens, you're, if you remember. And of course, having said all this, I have to share this with you. When you are showering me, showering me with so many compliments, when a friend of mine saw the post up over there, that is Monica Garware, you know, comes from a very astute Garware family. She's saying, Chaya, do you know Vibha Kagzi? I thought something wrong happened. You know, that she was so, uh, you know, she was so concerned. Saying, no, I've been trying to get an appointment with her. It's just next to impossible. And she's <laughs> one of the best brains we have in the country. That doesn't end there. There's another friend of mine, Tanmay, uh, Tanmay uh, uh, Patnayak. Hmm. He messaged me, wow, Vibhakaksi, the brain. So, you know, <laughs> it's just that uh, I'm, I'm more aware of you as a friend who has a very sharp mind. 
but all the other adjectives all automatically came followed me when they saw your picture with me so you can imagine <laughs> what a compliment it is okay so great we've got the best combination of beauty brains and astuteness right here on today's show uh, <laughs> yeah and with that i'll kick off the show with uh, my first question to you chaya and since we are an education and careers related organization i always like to talk about people's past you know because i'm always curious about how things started so tell us a bit about your childhood you know what were you like as a kid early influences what did you study you know just take us flashback to the past okay i was initially brought up in burma in rangoon because my grandfather my family owned some shipping yards and rice mills so you know we've always had a connect with the diplomats and some of the you know important vip uh, uh, you know politicians and a few of the royal family and i was always well uh, taught how to speak to them there were high teas and coming from a very industrious background like a kachi community you know we are basic farmers we are basic banias but this was a different part of our life altogether and yes uh, my grandfather was very particular about how we were addressing people how we spoke so at a very time tender age i was um, you know taught a lot of things uh, without me thinking that i'm absorbing it of course and that's how my you know my grooming automatically began from there how to speak to people how to address them and also i have to mention this to you my mother was a very stylish mother, uh, lady in in burma she had all the french um, all her friends were french and she couldn't speak english that well but yet she communicated very well through her body language to, uh, the way she threw a bomb so all these you, know, you pick up from a child the first formative years of a child is when you pick up all these so coming back from this um, then i went on to study in um, a school in mumbai lady vasanji and then of course i was uh, asked to go after the boarding school to get me um, really grounded so i went to gwalior sindhya girls school you know the women so i learned learned a lot of good hindi language over there and i met a lot of royal family around me so automatically mm. i'm not trying to be pompous but it made me very comfortable with them because they all had their own adab their heritage and they spoke like that i never had a days issue about how ordinary uh, you know uh, life would be but this was beautiful and we were, so i studied there then i came back and i went to jamuna bai nursery and um, of course then i went to i did my psychology i majored in psychology from mithibai and because i've always been a people's person okay i don't like to socialize as much as much as my appearance shows that i'm a party person but i'm not i am i like to dress up i like to uh, look good because i always feel when you gift wrap a present it has to be beautiful even if you're giving a solitaire it has to be gift wrapped so i'm not calling myself a solitaire but i'm just saying yeah. that i loved i love wearing good clothes i love to dress up i love to project myself well i know so, it's very uh, interesting that you down. you know you're saying that you're not a social person and you don't like to go out because i remember when i met you and you mentioned very early on that you were a teetotaler and it it completely mm-hmm. shocked me because you were hosting some of the best parties in bombay and you didn't go to the bar you know and it just amazed yep. me how you could so sort of professionally organize some of the best dues and still stay away from all the craziness of these parties you know so you you were so professional in your approach uh, quite fascinating so it okay so it seems like the upbringing was around sort of royalty diplomats etc so very early exposure yeah. to grooming uh, then you went Absolutely. on to study psychology so 
then what yeah. happened so how did all of this lead to sort of a profession in this field yeah so because coming from a kachi background you know my as much as my my father was a very modern man but he still didn't accept the fact that women should work out of the house if it all if i had to do something it had to be inside so mm-hmm. while i was in college you know i always i always wanted to do something of my own so uh, my mother's very good with ayurvedic products ayurvedic medicines and all that so she told me why don't we start some face packs i said i jumped at it so we were actually hand making and hand packing uh face packs and i had a client list of 600 people when i was in second year of college wow. it, i all and i met most of them on on a one to one only then i would give them a face pack because i needed to understand the skin i needed to understand how they're going to apply it because a lot of the, you know it was a very laborious work that i went through you know mixing and uh, concocting this face pack and of course uh, i i'm a vilipali girl i'm from juhu so i had i was already befriending a lot of film stars then and they loved my product and um, and it so happened one of my clients uh, the mother came in and she said that your daughter's got a dark skin you have to get her married so why don't you look into her i, I mean she came there so the mother tells me you know now that we bought the face pack i want it to be like you i want it to be mm. well groomed well turned out well spoken you know when you're in college and look at the way you carry yourself and all and i really never looked at you seriously because that was no different from what i am so it was not something which i thought that it was something different but nevertheless being a banya by nature i said i'm going to charge you for that and i started with 350 rupees um for grooming and it so wow. happened she got married in that one month so we had 12 of her cousins coming and grooming with me and wow. i said let me make money now you know other than just uh, uh, selling a uh, face packs at 7 rupees a pack and you know things like that so i i actually elevated and upgraded myself from there and so ever since it's never been very early and this the banya influence sort of kicked in took a part of yours so it's a sort of these joining yes. of forces and thank god that your dad was conservative and said you can't go outside because that sort of sparked the entrepreneur in you that's amazing yeah that that's great to hear okay then what happened so then of course um i got um, i went on getting more clients and i was grooming them making them talk and everything and then of course my husband fell in love with me i hope he's hearing that of course <laughs> he fell in love with me and he just me away and then for 3 years it was a lull because you know i was trying to get into it so i was trying to get into a new life and all of a sudden i said no i need to get back because i i cannot just sit doing nothing at all and my 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 husband's family comes from a lot of brains education chartered accountant they all professionals and i felt like a twitch over there honestly because i wasn't doing anything and anyway got back to grooming and then it's it so happened that uh, while we were traveling i used to uh, i i bought la prairie which is one of the most expensive creams in the top uh, five six creams in the world and those days almost about 23 years ago not too many people were used to buying la prairie but uh, so coming back to it 
um, I bought it and I was using it and I would always call for more and they used to always monitor who's bought them from which country where, where, where it's being mainly used. So while they, when they were trying to launch this in India, they sourced me and they told the principals that why didn't you contact Chaya Momaya because she's one of our good buyers. And uh, so they were wanting to launch it in a nightclub. And they did actually through a model. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, that models at that time were not being, were being paid that heavy. They're not going to use the product. And who uses um, La Prairie in a nightclub? You know, they're not the type, they're not even bothered. They're all young, they have a taut skin. Why would they want to buy a La Prairie? So I said, I would like to launch it. In a, in, a, in a royal room. So it had to be a Taj at the princess room because it all well, the princesses is to meet over there. And uh, I said, I would launch it near the sea because all your products have diamonds and pearls in it. So it connects immediately. And I had about 26 women sit down lunch and um, I launched it. It became a sort of a success, not instant success because it was a very expensive product and, you know, to get people used to it was a time, but it did well. And they copied my same theme back in New York. They had the lunch near the garden pool and they did that. And that was the biggest compliment for me. And I've never looked back after that. So okay. eventually all the big brands came to me. So that was your first one. Huh? That La Prairie was your first, the first brand. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. yes. I'm, I'm glad to hear this. I actually didn't know this story. Fantastic. Because yeah. after that, you went on to work with, several other brands and you organize you know mm -hmm. some of the biggest parties some of the biggest bashes um i've had the pleasure you know you were kind enough to invite me to so many events i remember the bombay times kenya anniversary bash uh was such a huge large-scale event so tell us what mm -hmm. goes on you know what sort of detailing goes on behind these events i know you're you know i remember the china house launch where you had someone personally come in and deliver a card from the china house and I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly, not just all exactly. So you know, there's a lot of strategy that goes behind your events. The Rohit Bal Fashion Show, where you had these red roses all over. So tell us a little bit about you know what what goes on in your mind, and the minute a brand comes to you, what what do you think about how how do you sort of even start strategizing? Okay, so when it's a very good question because a lot of people think it's just about a party. It's not. Yeah. It's not a social gathering only for one reason, Viva, because the clients are spending so much money. So I'm not. It's not a drinking night or a socializing night, and not the kind of people or the guest list which are just out to party. These are serious people who are invited, and when you are inviting serious people, you have to keep one thing in mind: they're all well traveled, well educated, well informed. So you cannot just dish out anything and say, yeah, yeah, this is what it is. So a lot of planning goes in about the first begins with the invitation, the right. presentation of invitation of the product. Like, say, for example, I launched the Rare Earth, which are fancy diamonds, which are each diamond was 20 crores and above. Wow. Now, anyone would have just uh, done a catalog and send it. I got into the cover of the book. So I have to share this very funny thing with you. So while um, I was designing and, and also coming back to it, you know, when I take up, when I take up some work, I always tell them it is going to be me through and through. I don't want anyone interfering. If you're ready with it, I have no problem because I, at the time too many cooks spoil the soup. It's like that. So coming back to Rare Earth. So I told the lady, the 
Indian cook people behind it. As you see, the cover has to be pristine white and textured because that's where the diamonds come from—a textured, a coal mine. I didn't want it to be black because the colors don't stand out in that. Okay, so they said fine and all that. Then I was traveling somewhere. The so the printer comes and convinces the lady that you know the book will get the 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 catalog will get dirty. So let's not uh, print it in white. Let's do it blue. And this lady doesn't inform me. And I come back from my travel, and I, I was aghast to see a blue shiny cover on that. I said, "This none of these books are going out." You see, you know. But the guy said, "Ye ye na book mela ho jayega." I said, "Which person who buys a twenty crore diamond has a dirty hand?" Right. People use it well. I mean, they are they are using it. So these are the tiny details. The invite has to be good, and behind every diamond there was a story written. So then I then I launched another lifestyle store in Mumbai, and uh, I created a huge um, catalog. and And she was a very subtle. She's a very subtle person. I said, "See, if you really want to catch the eyeballs of people, you need to make it big because it's a lifestyle store." So we put up one of the biggest pieces in a store, which is huge. Never-ending chandelier. We put that. We made it gold and white, keeping both our aesthetics in mind, hers and mine. And we placed it in all the Taj Mahal private suites because all her, I mean, all her products are very expensive. And can you imagine who comes and buys? The King of Morocco comes down to India. He's got so impressed with the invite. Wow! He came to the store and he bought out half the store from here. just seeing the invite they realize it so you know lot of things go into so you begin with the invite then of course guests are coming in make sure the quality of the food is absolutely stunning and i never overdo the decor because the product is my hero so sure. how am i going to enhance the product most importantly so i make the product the hero and sure. then everything revolves around it and too much decor means it's a wedding I don't want people to come and say, oh, "What a pretty decor!" I want people to come and say, "Wow, what an amazing product!" And that's right. what people are paying for. That's what right. my clients are paying for. So the focus has to be over there. The product. Right. I share you one more incident. I launched the Ulus Narda four crore watch. This was about seven years ago, and four and a half crores that time was a big, big money. Sure. So now it's not. So now the lockdown it was four and a half crores is once again a big amount of money, but sure. <laughs> yeah, but but now people do buy a lot of sure. that. Okay, of yeah. exclusive stuff. That time it was a one-time thing, and I made the hero uh, out of the Ulus Nar. That was Chengiz Khan, very very historical watch. So, and the decor had to be so simple. So, and I I was very clear with the decorator that uh, make sure the bows are stiff. I don't want any chiffons because they go limp. And lo, at eight o'clock when I walk in, because everyone knows. that i'm very detailed but maybe this man thought she'll overlook it right but i even noted your toe nail polish what you're wearing the hostesses what they have to dress up so he are you showing me a bow which is limp there were 200 chairs laid out with bar at 8 o'clock is the show 8 o'clock i've invited but fortunately indians arrive very late right so in half an hour 200 chairs were changed completely Oh, because wow. i would not let it go by it doesn't matter let the chairs look bare but that's not my lookout when i'm telling you i want it i want it that way because it has a meaning behind it it's just not about 
me being arrogant about my taste but it's about the connect to the product sure so, so there are you know there are to detailing yeah you start with the the card understanding the brand the decoration the food i mean you you really thought through it all and the guest list make yes. sure i go through everyone's background what they are about i do not the spellings are very important if viba likes to say, uh, spell her name as v i b h double a i will make sure it comes to her that way unless she's not announced it sure, sure. but if she's announced it i would definitely make it uh, very prominent and all these detailings would make because see the person is taking so much time in coming for your evening how can i make it ordinary and for me every person is important who's coming there and and i've seen that you know chaya i've been to so many of your events uh, what really strikes me about your uh, events is obviously the curated guest list more importantly is just the way you treated every guest you know every time i would come to your event you had devised a, a one sentence crisp but coherent introduction about me and i noticed you had that for every guest so everyone you would introduce me to would have you know a, a sense of who i was what i was doing and then something really personal and that was reciprocated for all the guests you know leading to this really warm but professional sort of introduction so touch a little bit about introductions and why you think they're so important if you could please first of all everyone i know is important to me they come with a good leverage behind them it's not about wealth it's about the human being the person or the persona they are and obviously they have something behind them like when you were so young when i met you but i realized your mind was very sharp you were very very focused about whatever you did and whatever you did you did well so obviously you have to mention it to people others how do you make a conversation rolling between two people two individuals so if i introduce there has to be some kind of an adjective to the person even if it means um um, um a housewife i don't understand why people make housewife to be just nothing they are they play such a important role for example your mom you know without her everything would just fall apart and yet she's still doing her diamonds in her own way but she care, takes care of everything at home for you to for enable you to be able to work better sure. so everyone has the importance some kind of importance behind them and why not highlight it it could sure. be just anybody you know so introductions are very important and oh, i i have to mention one thing i'm very confident uh, the person is very if the person is very confident you'll never have a problem of inviting two important people it's just not about the guest it's about the importance of the person who is there very okay. and and i think um, no introductions are very very important and and i always and i've also seen when somebody important comes up the host normally doesn't in you know introduce them well because they're scared that they will you know probably kidnap them away from them yeah. I, and i've experienced that that yeah. why are you talking to the person so much but you've invited me to our dinner i am going to talk to your vip guest or your friends so why i mean what's the big deal i'm not trying to take him or her away from you but if you're a confident person you'll you'll go all out and introduce people sure of course yeah. it's it's a sort of hallmark of your confidence and your confidence in your relationship with that person as well right absolutely 
Yes. Okay. I'm just going to acknowledge a few compliments coming your way, Shaya, from Nikhil. Naam to sunai hoga, guys. Thank you all for Anna, who says I'm happy. There are people who give attention to the little things. That's Shaya for you. Datta Kimji says very interesting. Thank you. Uh, someone from the family, Manikan, Manikant Momaya. Um, presuming he's a family member. Thank you, sir, for acknowledging Chaya and all her work. And I really hope Nirmal is watching because um, Chaya, you know, I'm a big fan of yours, but I'm a slightly bigger fan of your husband. So of I hope he's watching. Uh, we have a similar. We, we make no secret about that. You know this about you know, my rapport with your husband. Of One of my favorite people as well. So you know, we spoke so much about the the guest list and the importance of that guest list. and i've noticed uh, through you know the decades uh, how your roster of um, i don't want to say contacts or network i want to use the word you know close relationships has been nurtured and fostered and you've managed to become friends with you know royalty queens you know some of the wealthiest industrialists of the country etc uh, and you've nurtured these relationships over decades so you know what how do you do this this is really like a, it's it's a wonder to me so could you share a little bit about how do you nurture and foster these relationships and what goes in and behind detailing these sort of relationships viba it's a question very often asked to me that how do you do it it probably is just natural in me like i said i grew up like that but also having said this i have to add that i'm never run after a surname for me it's always a people and i've never fortunately with me i've always been a self made person with the support of my husband uh, you know somewhere he supports me emotionally so i have been able to grow and and also you know and i don't like to pile on to people and start uh, you know uh, you know enrooting myself making way in their family i let it happen organically i've never asked anybody till date fortunately to introduce me to so and so it's always been organic if i wished for it i will find a right way to know the person but i will never go through anybody just because a person is a vip or important or anything like that and when i do get to meet them i let them be i don't pour into their private life i do not like to um, you know impose myself on them in any form if they've had a, a party i will not call them up just around that party time ke oh lovely just to get, right. get you know get, get their attention right. if they like you you will be on the guest list and if they love okay. if they like the way you are they will want to befriend you and you know um you know the very fact that somebody pointed out to me that you've been able to sustain your relationship for so many years it's not been like one time off or two times off because you know you have to be very honest with people you should never have two standards the time and you know everyone's smart and my one thing vibhai always felt that if i think i'm smart the person i'm talking to is probably 1000 times smarter than me so yeah. when i humble myself in that way automatically you do not come into the arena to you know to prod on their private life Sure. and nobody likes it you know the way i would uh, like you know some of my friends have beautiful homes so one mm -hmm. of one of one of uh, the very close friends told me can i go and see her home as a see would you like just random somebody coming to your house and seeing your home so what if it's the most spectacular expensive home i said don't ever do that 
So don't have uh, that thing in mind about how do I grab that attention. I just let the person be. Okay. If they like me, they call me. If they like me, they'll they'll continue the relationship. If not, and there are a lot of people you know who try to break relationships, but you have to stand firm. You have to be what you are. You have to be loyal. And the first and the most important thing is loyalty to me. Sure. You know, it doesn't matter what the other person across has done, but if you are loyal, you will stick by that person through thick and thin, and which is most important. Which I, have, I mean, I've then seen, nothing which I've seen way. you do. Over the years, I've seen you do that. So, so what I'm hearing is, um, you know, sort of keeping your keeping a distance, sort of not getting. Getting someone's trying to call me. Um, what I'm hearing is, mm -hmm. you know, sort of keeping a distance, not sort of crossing that boundary, uh, respecting the person's boundaries and their sort of individualism, being uh, ferociously uh, loyal, and uh, also just respecting boundaries and just humanizing them. Right? You're not sort of putting them on some sort of pedestal, and just keeping the relationship authentic. So I'm, these these are some and of the, the elements I'm getting. Okay, so uh, you know, leading in from the guest list and the relationships you've had uh, with these celebrities, uh, how is it with with Bollywood? You know, I know you have uh, some very close friends in Bollywood, and Bollywood is infamously known for just sort of an incestuous uh, Bollywood rapper, right? You're sort of if you're in the circle or you. You know, you obviously you don't come from a mainstream Bollywood sort of family. So, how have you nurtured those relationships specifically? If you could just touch a little bit upon that. Yeah, some of them I've known them from college days. Other than that, I've built up a relationship on organically, like I said. And when you again, when you don't impose yourself, you don't start using them for your purpose. Don't start demanding and start posing. You know that's another thing. When people meet a celebrity, they start putting up the pictures, Instagram it all over, and they start imposing. Come on, I am not a, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not. I, I have to be important to myself also, and you have to respect to people's relationship. And without asking them, you can't start telling. Uh, then you know start using the pictures just anywhere and everywhere that was one thing and language most importantly if you know and and you know film stars are very smart they meet so hundreds of people in a day they're meeting all variety of people so they are super super smart right and um, and and what they don't like is when people start taking favors out of them unnecessary favors just because they're close to you and fortunately i've never done that i'm I've, even if somebody has asked me i've gone through a more professional way if they need to be connected but i've never taken my relationship further and saying please do this for me and please do that for me even with charity or whatever unless it helps them i'm not going to get involved and a lot of people whether it they look at their own interest first before somebody looking at their interest for me it's the other way around If sure. it works for the film star, whoever I know, then I will pay, take the project. And first thing I'll, I'll I'll put it across that this will work for you if you are ready to do it. But okay. never imposement. So okay. I think those are things very important. Okay, you're you're always thinking about the other person and sort of 
what value can you add mm. to the other person's life okay great that's i yeah, think it's like a small friend yeah so like a small thing now my son is into movies he's running a production house jugar motion pictures and um, you know he could have easily asked me mom please introduce me here so and so and so and so but he's never asked me and he's never wanted to go through me saying my work has to speak so it's already ingrained in our family that you become your own and get to know the person and also secondly people have asked me the film star has asked me why don't you ask a son to meet us no. i said let him come on his own he right. your his work has to speak and bring bring himself to you i don't want to be the middleman so that also is a comfort zone for them that you no know, she's not trying to impose her relationship with us trying to promote her son in any so that is your, your, your contacts and your friendships not even i never use own son yeah wow okay i never use yes and if dear if you're watching uh, after dad and mom you're number 3 on my list and it's an absolutely well brought up uh, guy chai i'm so proud of you and him because just the most he's like a warm guy every time i meet him socially he just you know i met him at a restaurant once and we were sitting many tables apart and i was you know i didn't want to disturb him because uh, he was with his then fiance and he left the table he got up he came to our table he acknowledged my mom and dad and me he sat with us for 5 minutes had a very nice conversation with us and then politely excused himself and went back and that that interaction with me has left a lasting impression on us and of course it's thanks to uh, thank you the amazing parenting that you have bestowed on him um so you know we've spoken about all these people you've interacted with etc um who who inspires you who inspires chaya momaya very curious to know that you know uh, honestly first is my husband i have to give this credit to him that i met him in 86 till wow. now the man has been so supportive and he's always correcting me in a nicer way always showing me the right path always supporting me never has he ever questioned me about anything and if at all there's a question is only for him to understand how i'm going to take this forward and the big support comes from him honestly and when it comes outside the family and of course i have to tell you i've been very lucky even getting a daughter in law like dar dar guy you know she has been fantastic with me because we we connect our minds together that is a recent that's past 5 years now she they got married just 8 months ago but i've known her for 5 years and you know we inspire each other she's a very dynamic personality herself that is one but outside the family there has been uh, rajmata gayatri devi i don't want to sound cliche but it's a fact a long back uh, in say in about um around 90s i met her 90 and to be precise 1990 i met her and i connected to her she was sitting all by herself at cci club and the member had not come her friend had not come to sign on and i and i'm not a member of the cci so she i said i knelt down i said namaste raj mata ji saying how do you know i am gayatri devi i said i studied in gwalior so i do know the royals uh, and what they are and you've obviously been iconic the most beautiful woman in the world you've made india proud even with your other sensibilities other than the beauty he saying dearie come and sit with me 
I said, yeah, but you know, you're not having anything. Saying, you know, I'm waiting for this friend of mine, and he hasn't turned up. Look at the lazy lump that he is. And she spoke so casually, with but with that royal, you know, royalness in her. And um, I requested my friend. I said, some whiskey for her. And there on our friendship began. The next day. Of course, she took my number. There were no mobiles that time. She called me up directly on my landline, and my father-in-law picks up the phone and says, "I'm Rajmata Gayatri Devi." So he makes, he just mocks at me. Some Rajmata Gayatri Devi has called you. I said, "Papa, that is Gayatri Rajmata Gayatri Devi," and she's wow. she doesn't have any PA or secretary calling. She calls herself, and then we start having lunches together, and I learn so much from her of. the royal uh, background that she came from and yet being so humble and yet being so humanly you know sure. and uh, there are a lot of things i picked up from her and i think she inspired her inner self more than just being a royal mm-hmm. you know she was wearing i remember she was wearing a chiffon sari and we were sitting in the sea lounge and there were there were that time there were very few speed boats and the yellow one see i love the yellow one As a Raj Mata Ji, I don't want to be opulent, but that's our speedboat, our family's speedboat. You think can I jump in and just <laughs> sail off to the other side? You know that was the spirit, right? You know, and that imbibed in me. I never felt the age gap. I never felt that she's so much older. She was so youthful, and she very, very generously gave so much information to me. So obviously, all that things have imbibed into okay, me, sure. and you grew with people over the over sure. the period of time. So, guys, for whoever's watching, uh, if you've not tuned into Chaya's show on uh, her conversation with the royals, you must tune in. Uh, I tuned into one of the uh, shows you had with the Maharani of Baroda, and Radhika. Uh, it, it was absolutely fascinating. So, for whoever is uh, interested in conversations, please do follow Chaya on Instagram and. definitely tune into her series it's uh, you know Thank she obviously you. has access to some of the most incredible stories and journeys of people uh quickly going to acknowledge a bunch of people yes thank you prem garodia she says amazing great thinking uh we have manoj gursahani who says nirmal is the most amazing guy thank you we have sushma jain who says wow this is a superb interview ayushi who says well said upichi beautifully said uh ratan cheda Who says both of you have done so well? I have no words to explain. Thank you, Ratan Cheda. Uh, Utkarsha says I feel fortunate to be privy to an invaluable trajectory of such independent, inspiring women. Okay, thank you, Utkarsha. Thank you guys all for your amazing uh, compliments. Chaya, uh, moving on to a question I have here from Sabahat, who says, you know, what is your advice for someone looking to go down this career path? So you know, since, since we were talking about the career of becoming, uh, you know, an image or grooming consultant. What? How do you do? How do you do this? Like for someone who's in their early teens, early twenties, what what do you suggest they do? First, under the premise is psychology and understanding of people. Okay. Very very important. You don't understand people, and you don't understand different aspects of humanity. You'll never be able to get it because you this is you know you become like a doctor. You need to know. their lifestyle you need to know the background that they come from so you know how to shape them up very importantly you cannot just start taking people and say eat with a fork knife 
apply makeup wear good clothes that doesn't make a human being that i mean that sorry that doesn't make a personality no. a personality is created with imbibing knowledge into them i remember uh one of the minister's son coming to me uh, and he was going to be uh, the he was going to be tutored by bill clinton back in america wow so he went to meet bill clinton and he said you know you really need to up up portion your uh, skills of uh, knowledge and you know understanding and learning and all that then finally he came to me i trained him i gave him some uh, uh, books that he needed to read and when he went back up to two years mr clinton couldn't believe it was the same person he said are you the same person you changed you you've actually upgraded and you and you've done so well so you know you have to start shaping up people and going into their life going into the skin understanding talking to them every single day understanding where they're coming from and how we need to change them and it has to be in a one to one basis because yeah. you cannot tell somebody off in front of even the even the husband or the father or the because yeah anybody it has to be on a one to one basis so okay. those things are very important and study humanity study human being study different kinds of professions and what do they do to you and how do you bring them out you know there are times um, i've asked uh, uh, the doctor saying how can we be glamorous it's not about being glamorous you i mean you i know your patient you're looking into you don't need to wear heavy makeup jewelry and go to work because that's very disturbing also but at the same time when you have a good haircut dress neatly smell good it needn't be perfume because you know kids i mean the patients may have an allergy for uh, perfume sure. but if you appear appear yourself beautifully uh, you know uh, you you inspire the patient to come out of it well like my gynac uh, you know uh, uh, avan from rose i went yeah. to her she inspired me to lose weight in one and a half months because she herself had a beautiful figure she used to wear stilettos and when she was delivering me she came in a full fitted jeans t-shirt and all her hair well done and i wanted to get back into shape in no time so i started working out in three days so you you know everyone starts inspiring uh, each other sure. so as a professional you should be able to inspire your client very importantly Okay, so you sort of walk the talk, you know. You you sort of yes. practice what you, you preach. Yeah, you practice what you preach. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I heard a lot of like human psychology, understanding the human mind, understanding a variety of people, which then helps you connect with them. Um, and then you said, and, you know, of course, walking the talk. And and travel very important. Travel. Sure. Most important doesn't matter which part of the world you are in. absorb that thing into your city because you know one thing viba wherever i go i feel at home i've never felt i you know you could be you could be putting in mean scandinavian country in a full darkness i yeah. still feel at home in one day because you have to start absorbing you have to start living that place where it belongs and the the time you start absorbing you're already learning a lot you and and that projects on your entire face you know when people say you blinds don't call it lines as experience which builds up onto you and your eyes speak volumes from where you're coming from sure. very important thank you uh, sabah uh, she saying thank you i hope that answered your question sabah uh, 
uh, Ayushi Modi says, keep it up, guys. This conversation is totally worth my time. Raju Lakshmi, fantastic interview. Glad I logged in. Thank you for logging in, Raju Lakshmi. Akshay has a compliment for you, Chaya. He says, let's just say I kind of owe my eye for detailing to Miss Momaya for her events. Uh, I'm presuming he's someone you know, Akshay G1987. Uh, Sandhya says, thank you, Pratap Anjali. Wonderful share. Okay, great. Thank you guys for all your comments. Hi, Sisan. I can't pronounce your name. Sisanyaga. Um, uh, Chaya also wanted to... Okay, here we have a question. I'll take this one quickly. From Naam to Sunahi Hoga. Please share some grooming tips that we could use in our daily lives apart from what we usually do. Would love to know more about the importance and impact of grooming in daily life. Okay, thank you. What a, what a lovely question. So some tips for people and you know wh why, why grooming on a daily basis? Okay, very importantly, you know what people think is only about makeup and hair? I think it's a language because language is one thing that stays with you forever. It doesn't matter what stage of your life you are in. If you speak well, you know how to interact with people and your language is not ordinary. It doesn't matter if you can't speak English, that's fine. But whatever you can speak, speak well, speak correctly and modulate your voice that you can be heard. The, a person should not be able to say that again, pardon me. The time when three times the person says, pardon me, there's something wrong in your modulation of your voice. So work on it. Don't use ordinary language because we all come from a cultured background. So bring forth your culture, which is so important. And all of us have, you know, I feel India is extremely rich in culture. Look at the kind of uh, people we have, 28 different states with so many in intersection um, religions um, and everything. So imbibe and each one is born with a culture. So bring that out. Use yeah. that language. And I don't think any culture teaches you ordinary uh, language, which, you know, uh, which I'm not really happy about. Sure. That is one. Second thing, educate yourself at every given time. Whoever you're meeting, don't waste your time. Start absorbing, start learning. It doesn't matter who you're meeting. There's always somebody will teach you something and go and keep that with you. Sure. And of course, your presentation. When you walk into a room, it's called the entry. And each one of us can make an entry. You know, uh, there are times when people have said, but I'm not tall. I'm not fair. I'm not like this. But forget it. If Imagine if everyone had to look the same, how boring the world would be. If the whole world was only white, it would look be the most boring place. So you're not going to eat dal and chawal every day. You're going to make a variety. So it's fine if you're short, tall, but Bring out your personality. Um, un un understand uh, people, uh, communicate with them, learn with them. Even if you're at a party, find an oddball who's sitting quiet. will always have something to offer to you. And pick that up. And of course, you know, a well-groomed person is always welcome. That's the first impact that you have on people. So make sure that you're not uh, you know, I've seen when, when there's a celebration, where people are not into dressing, they just walk in. But why are you ruining the whole atmosphere? It is somebody's celebration. So be part of it. Sure. It's simple, but even if it's simple, when I start sari, I remember in school, I used to have a teacher, Mrs. Vaz. And she, the time she walked into the class, I would say, wow, Mrs. Vaz has come. She would wear a 15 rupee sari. 
but it was well ironed her hair used to be well in place and one single rose her face was spick and span nails were clean and i would and the chappals i would even look at the shoes they never had any dirt around it and that inspired me so grooming and um, uh, your everyday thing is about the way you project yourself even while eating eat with your hand fork and knife is not a law it's meant for different different countries for different reasons people say eating with fork and knife is very stylish it is not people in western countries eat with fork and knife because they have to cut meat okay if you're comfortable eating indian food with a fork and knife go ahead people eat with chopsticks abroad because i mean in uh, far eastern countries because they, we always believed in smaller bites and bite it fast and they're very health conscious so every every plate every cuisine has reason for what the way they eat sure i think it's very important that even if you're eating a nevala like heart say don't make sure that the mouth is clean dab it clean don't drop it all over you don't be clumsy because that makes a huge difference how you present yourself and even when you talk about mu phol ke khane se matlab kya hai nobody likes to see masticated food in your mouth sure. that's why you shut your mouth so these so are the pointers what, what, what you need to like you know uh, again it's a lot of authenticity so if you're eating indian food sure eat with your hand if you're wearing something simple like a you know basic sari it's perfectly fine yeah. it's, it's a lot of grace right whatever you're doing uh, it sounds like you know you're suggesting just do it gracefully um, and impeccably and you know that that in itself uh, would qualify for well groomed Okay, so some people are saying I noted this. I will rectify this very soon. Thanks, Juala, for your compliment. Uh, someone says Abel says we'll surely try to implement this in my daily life. Sabah says how true we have to be. We all have to learn to be comfortable in our own skin. Absolutely, I love Absolutely. the comment, comment you made about you know if everything was white, then how would we be able to tell the different colors? I think that was a beautiful thought. Uh, Juala also says priceless thing that you mentioned language. Yes, absolutely. language does make a big difference and uh, clearly we can you know tell from the way chaya speaks that uh, her language and her style of speaking truly does set her apart uh, sushma says so much to learn from chaya of course uh, she's you know obviously uh, all of us in our family chaya are very big fans of yours so thank you sushma jain for that compliment i'm glad it's a forbes family <laughs> <laughs> okay so as as we are and uh, nam tusne says really important to maintain the fine line between well groomed and being showy thank you for highlighting that difference so well yeah i think i think you know the way you answered the question i think it was quite contrary to what other what people might have you know thought of what well groomed meant you know does it mean wearing like a you know a a, a prada bag and a gucci suit and etc and you're like you're dispelling those notions and saying just wear whatever That's fashion not fashion yeah Okay. being fashionable and well groomed are two different things are, are two different things absolutely okay thank you mm. yeah thanks uh, sakshi thank you uh, amazing conversation okay great uh, chaya as as we close this because insta live will kick us off any minute now um, any closing words of advice for people in terms of grooming imaging etc you know uh, what should they sort of if they had to take away one thing from you and this conversation what would it be never lie never lie that's one mantra and there are always ways of thing saying things without lying and i strongly believe in it the time you lie you are going to get caught and that one 
time you get caught you shatter all your entire image and there are always i have i have i am a living proof the time you lie you're over it's a fact so be direct find ways of saying it putting it forward but do not lie sure so you can convey your point graciously and gracefully um and uh, or, but still stay and authentic in in your thoughts okay I and think that feeds into person lie. You know, when you lie, you always look away. When you're not lying, you can look into anybody's eye and talk to talk to them. Okay, and I'm glad we have had this conversation uh, virtually, but still looking into each other's eyes. <laughs> so I know that there has been a a lot of authentic sharing here today, Chaya. And um, as always, I leave a session with you absolutely mesmerized by your language. You know, your diction. your thought process um, and the years of wisdom that you bring to every interaction i have with you and i look forward to sneaking in a quick 5 minute conversation with you wherever i get a chance so today having an hour with you has been uh, a complete feast for me so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for joining us and i'm i'm sure a lot of people have had some great takeaways and i'm getting a comment saying chai as always you're so inspiring thank you pleasure hearing you or struck Okay, great guys. Thank you so much, uh, Chaya. If you'd like to say anything, please do. And yeah, of course, Vibha. It's always wonderful. You've been my super favorite. If it's your birthday, I will jump everything to come for your birthday. You know that. It doesn't matter where you are having it. Okay. And I was just telling a friend of mine, when I go to Vibha Kadri's birthday, I find a room full of astute young entrepreneurs. Who I love to interact with you, but the most wonderful people surrounding you because the person that you are, or you wouldn't be having any of them. And um, of course, you have a great mind, and which is so important to keep it so sharp because you're you're always imbibing and telling people, and and vice versa. I'm in love with your family, and you know that. Mm-hmm. I know all of them, and I love meeting you, and I love meeting your mom, and. Anand and Sushma and everybody, you know, they all look at Neha, look at Harsh. So yeah. it's it's it it just doubles up over here, and and I watch all your sessions. Every session of yours, I take away a lot of things. Also, I'll I'll be honest with you, it's fantastic. And please keep it up. And anytime anyone has any issue, please Instagram me. I'll be more than happy connecting with you. Great, thank you so much, Haya. Uh, I'm going to lovely talk to you. Off. You can if you'd like to see yeah. uh, any. session and you'll be able to get off thank you thank you um all right guys we come to uh, the end of yet another session and uh, you know lots of nuggets of wisdom my brain is buzzing with all the fabulous things she said um so many learning so much to take away yes uh, utkarsh i also learned importance of being myself and how beautiful we can all be thank you nandraj kothari ji So enjoyable. Thank you. Hi, Jawala. So nice to see you. I'm sorry, Jawala. I couldn't get everything in, but I tried to pack in as much as we could. Oh, hi, Prerna. Good to see you here. So cool. Thank you, Prerna. Uh, Prerna, hoping to have you on the show. I'm giving you like two years, and you got to be a guest on uh, House of Experts too very soon. Thanks, Abhar. It was fantastic. Of course, yes. I'm a big fan of most of the people we bring on. Um, guys, next week we have a very interesting person. Uh, we have a flamenco dancer. So she's India's only flamenco dancer. She's actually trained in Spain, and um, obviously she knows a little bit of Kathak and flamenco. She's going to talk about 
Indo-Spain Indo relationships and um, her experience, uh, you know, studying flamenco in Spain and her journey of uh, teaching dance and sort of trying to popularize flamenco here in India. So her name is Shazin Kasum Ayushi. She's big our guest next week. And as I always say, if there's any speaker that you want us to bring uh, or a friend of yours who you think might make a good speaker, please insta us, DM us and let us know. And we'd be happy to bring in a speaker from different industry. I'm really trying my best to bring in a variety of speakers from different domains uh, to shower you with their intelligence and knowledge. Um, and honestly, you know, every session I, I do this, I started this to be able to share knowledge from one person to the other and just as a simple conduit. But I realize I end every uh, session, every Saturday, so enriched with the knowledge and wisdom of all these people who come to the show. So uh, I'm just going to end this right now. And I want to keep my intellectual buzz on for Saturday night. I wish you guys a very good weekend and look forward to seeing a lot of you back next Saturday with Shazin to discuss uh, flamenco and the life of a dancer. So take care, guys, and have a very good night. Thank you.